Alright guys, so with this episode, we're going to be talking about something that I've been holding back on for quite some time and I decided to talk about this by the end of this month as a way to close off November because this is something that I've been wanting to discuss for a bit of a while now because this is something that not only is a bit of something that I wanted to bring up regarding to something that has been in my childhood for over 20 years but something that I really wanted to bring into life. This and much more as we're in this episode today. Hello guys, this is Jay from the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and also a little bit more about Game Freak and their constant glitches in regards to the Pokemon games. So for those who are fans of the Pokemon and Pokemon franchise games, this is for you. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Alright, so with regards to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I'm going to start off with the pros of the game and then we're going to be talking about the cons and talking a little bit about Game Freak regarding to the glitches. The pros about the game is I really do like the Terra, the Terra's evolves that they have for the for Scarlet and Violet. I really like how this is being played out because this is basically how it's almost similar to with the Gigamaxes, except with how the Terra's go is you basically are going up to a crystal and whichever Pokemon is available is basically it shows that they are of a different type. For example, say you're going up to a Garchomp, and usually it is a Dragon Ground type, but let's say for example when it hit Terra's, it is now a Water type. That is basically amazing, and I was really amazed by how Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are able to pull off something this unique and amazing to bring into the Pokemon universe. And honestly, I was really having a blast with something like this, and something is like that I really hope that probably they will continue on in the next generation game, if not probably in the next remake of the game, which most likely next year is going to be a remake of Pokemon Black and White. Because there was already a remake for for Diamond and Pearl and also with the Hisuian region, so most likely for next year they're going to be doing a remake of Pokemon Black and White. The next that I liked about the game is the fact that it is an open world game. Me, myself, I have always been a huge fan of open world games ever since I was a child. Many games that have always been open world games, ones such as like Breath of the Wild, there's always been other open world games that I love to play growing up, and there's just so many that I remember growing up playing. There was one such as, for example, there was Legend of Zelda, there was like Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker, there was Twilight Princess, there was many, many other games that I remember playing that I can't, I wish I could name off the top of my head that were open world, but to bring that concept and element into Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, like they did in Legend of Arceus, it's just amazing. And I love how everything is just unique and amazing with this game, how Everything is open world. You get to see the Pokemon interacting in their own habitat and with them running up to you just as you're just going about your day, going to the next challenge, whether it be 
going to get your next gym badge, either defeating the next Titan or taking down another member of Team Star. It's really beautiful to see the day go by, whether it be the sun setting, the moon is out, and you get to see the stars, and you get to see the weather changes, and it's amazing too. I love how the open world view is just breathtaking, and you get to see the seasons, and just, there's just no other words I could describe about this, because again, I am a sucker for open world games, and this is just something that I was really happy they actually brought over to Scarlet and Violet, and that is something that I would take away that I loved about this game. Another thing that I also loved about this as well is the idea of creating your own TMs. That itself is really awesome as well. This itself was where you get to collect certain items that you like from Pokemon, whether you are battling them or you're just catching them, you get to collect certain items from certain Pokemon and you get to create TMs out of them. And regardless of how many you create, you get to use these TMs that you've created and you're able to use them on certain Pokemon that you want to teach certain moves to. However, at times I do question of how you're able to find certain TMs in certain locations because certain ones that I do want to find are a little bit hard to come by. For example, if I want to find Thunderbolt, I have to go to a certain area to find Thunderbolt so that way I'm able to find the certain items to be able to create it. Or if I want to find Flamethrower, I have to go to a certain area to find where Flamethrower is so then I can teach my Pokemon Flamethrower or if they're unable to learn Flamethrower on their own as they level up. And finally, the last pro that I love about it is I is Nimona. Nimona is probably my all-time favorite character of the whole game. I love her attitude and I love the fact that she is my rival. The idea of her just being all over you, wanting to battle you every chance that you get, every time that you go to a, to a new city and you're about to battle a new gym leader, she just goes up, up to you and asks, How are you doing? You want to battle? Are you ready to battle? And it's like, she's basically a yandere when it comes to battling you, wanting to just be your only rival, and nobody else gets to be the, your rival. And it's not only a little bit like a bit of, uh, but also I will admit it's kind of cute at the same time because I really love how feisty and spunky a Nimona is. And that's basically all the pros that I have for the game, but now let's focus on the cons. The cons that I have for the game are the glitches. There are some glitches in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet that I do have to complain about. One of them is of certain glitches that some players have been reporting on. For example, there's one where every time when you're about to go into a raid, there are some instances where, like, for example, if one person is riding on their legendary, when they go past you, it almost looks like that they're floating in mid-air instead of riding on their legend. That itself is a bit of a glitch on its own. And then there's some other glitches where some of their faces are contorted in certain, in certain angles or their necks are elongated in a way that is similar to that of an Alolan 
Executor. It looks creepy as hell. And there's even a lot more glitches that I could name off, but those are just a few that I could name. And not only does it show in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but it's also relevant in other in the other Pokemon games too. And Game Freak is a bit infamous for the other glitches that were shown in the older Pokemon games as well. If you could go back as far as red and blue, yellow, crystal, gold, silver, there were glitches in the game too. And because of these glitches, some people were able to use that to their advantage to be able to break the game, to break it, to break the game and be able to come up with cheats and codes to be able to either get unlimited rare candies or certain other cheats that many other players wouldn't be able to do on their own unless they had the brains and also the wits to be able to unlock these kind of hacks. But also another con that I will say that I don't like about the game as well is I don't like the fact that a lot of the non-playable characters have more outfit choices than though than the playable characters. Playable characters are wearing just normal university outfits. And the only thing we get to change are just the hats, the glasses, the socks, the shoes, and the bags. That's it. We have to wear the same outfit and it's kind of boring. And I just kind of wish we had the same outfit choices that the non-playable characters get to have. Because them having more choices on attire that they get to wear on a daily basis is kind of unfair. I wish we had more outfit choices like we did in Sword and Shield where we get to choose any kind of outfit we get to wear. We don't have to wear the same old school outfit all the time, but I guess this is basically how it's supposed to be because in the setting we're supposed to be university students on our way to try to educate ourselves on what we learn through our treasure hunt and it's only fair. But again, I really don't like the idea that we have to wear school uniforms in the game because if we had a bit more of a lax dress code, maybe then it would be able to be a bit more fun. But one thing I also forgot to mention is a pro in the game is the fact that you get to customize your character however you want them to look. You get to change their hair, you get to change their eyes, you get to change everything about your character. But you just but again, you just can't change their outfit. Only just the hat, the glasses, shoes, gloves, socks, the back. That's it. And I've already mentioned about the glitches as well. And it's been pretty much relevant since Pokemon games have been out from blue, red, and yellow all the way up. They've been out. They've been going on for years, and I think it's been pretty much an infamous thing that Game Freak is known for. They've always been regurgitating glitches after glitches, and this was something that Game Freak is often known for. I don't know if it's based off of laziness, or if it could be based off of something that it's just poor programming, that it feels kind of rushed whenever they are trying to remote or release certain games and they're not taking enough time to be able to perfect a certain game. I mean, when you look at games such as God of War Ragnarok, the gameplay is smooth and clean and you wonder why Ragnarok did so well and it got, and it got a reward for a game of the year. 
And with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, it's the game itself does seem to get good praise, but at the same time, it does seem to get some backlash because of the glitches and all of it because of how some people, some customers were complaining about the glitches that they've received that they've got and also because a couple of number of times the game seems to shut down on them or they had some communication errors and I will admit I did experience a few of them when I was playing with a couple of my friends but it wasn't too much to where the game completely crashed on me only with a communication error but other than that I will say that my experience with gold with Scarlet and Violet is pretty is pretty Okay, but I would give uh, the game a solid 8.5 out of 10. I wouldn't give it a really higher score than that, mainly because of the glitches and some other issues along the way, but I would say it's a pretty enjoyable game if I ignore the glitches, but with that said and done, I hope that the next game, Pokemon game would be much smoother than the next because high. 9 times out of 10, the next game is most likely going to be a remake of Black and White. And I bet you a bottom dollar it's going to be. So what are your thoughts on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Do you like the game itself? Do you not like the game based on the experiences that I mentioned for the pros and cons? Let me know in a questionnaire that I will be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode of your thoughts of the game itself. For those who have got the game, or for those who haven't gotten the game and have heard of the reports of the glitches, and also for those who had a bad experience of the game, let me know what you think in the questionnaire that I'll be posting at the end of the episode. But for those who have listened to the episode to its entirety towards the end, thank you so much for listening. And the end of the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!